Chapter 12 of The Track of the Typhoon by William Washburn Nutting. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Alan Dove. Chapter 12 Off on the Last Leg. The send off was an inspiriting one, but after the excitement was over, it was a relief to sit at the wheel and feel the little ship alive again after her period of inactivity. For hours I stayed on deck, enjoying the poetry of it alone in the moonlight, the easy rhythmic motion as she lifted to the seas and dipped into the hollows, the regular swish-swish of the bow wave, the occasional dash of spray. It was one of those nights when one loses all sense of time and worry and feels in harmony with the scheme of bigger things. We had been advised to run clear down to the 20th parallel in order to make sure of the northeast trades, but it was then so late that we decided to try a middle course. It was obvious that our best chance for favorable wind, even at this time of the year, lay to the southward, but I figured that if we went down to the tip of the horse latitudes, say to the 30th parallel, our chances for a good slant would be reasonable, and we should not have to cover anywhere near so great a distance. Our course for the first week or so, therefore, would be about southwest. This plan worked out fairly well. It was not many days before we picked up an easterly slant, which, though it varied from northeast to east, may have been the tip of the trades, for it stayed with us an entire week, and enabled us to log 1,031 nautical miles, which was within six miles of our best week's run on the record passage from Cape Race to the Scilly Islands. Nothing but an occasional squall or a school of flying fish broke the lazy monotony of this southern run. One day was pretty much like the next, with almost constant sunshine and tropical temperature. In fact, until nearly the middle of November, we swam during periods of calm, or hung over the side of the mizzen rigging for our morning bath. Even the nights were so warm that blankets or sleeping bags were out of the question. The water was filled with gulf weed like that encountered in the Gulf Stream, sometimes in windrows miles in length, and in fact, so far as appearances were concerned, we might have been in the Gulf Stream almost from the time we left the Azores. There was no way of telling when we actually hit the stream, and things went smoothly until the 13th of November, when we must have been about in the middle of it. It was on this day that we encountered that spell of unusually severe weather that worried shipping along the entire Atlantic coast, and furnished the copy for those harrowing press accounts which led people to believe that Typhoon's westward passage was a continuous round of danger and hardship. But before telling of our experiences in the gales, let's look back over a brief synopsis of the log. While this makes pretty dry reading, the facts may be of value to those who may be planning to make a similar passage. Once clear of San Miguel, we found the wind almost due west, so that the best we could do was south-southwest, one-half west, magnetic. Close-hauled, Typhoon behaved better than she had ever done, for anticipating headwinds, we had trimmed her accordingly. On the run from Nova Scotia, Typhoon had been trimmed by the stern for running before the wind, and while her behavior was all that could be desired when the wind was abaft the beam, she showed a tendency to pitch when close-hauled. With the greater part of a ton of coal in the lazarette and 750 pounds of chain aft of the engine, her bow was so light that she pivoted about a point three-quarters of the way aft, or approximately at the cockpit. This was comfortable for the man at the wheel, but when close-hauled in a rough sea and a light wind, the result was that she slatted the wind out of her mainsail. 
While at Ponta Delgada, we had shifted the chain from its position aft to a temporary bin just forward of the mainmast, and this weight forward brought Typhoon more nearly to her designed running lines, causing her to pivot about a point somewhat farther forward and consequently improving her sailing qualities. Wednesday, October 20th. Barograph rising. Strong wind from west kicks up big sea, putting Jim, Fox, and Dillaway under the weather, although Charles shows no sign of weakening. At 1 a.m. we were forced to lower the mainsail, sailing under jib and mizzen for the rest of the morning. 12 noon, log 62.5. The island of Santa Maria just visible over port quarter bearing east-northeast. 1 p.m. Hoisted mainsail and let Typhoon sail herself throughout the afternoon. Course southwest by south. 4 o'clock. Sighted ship off port beam. Thursday, October 21st. Barograph still rising. Wind backs in morning from west to southwest by south. Course west. Unusual condition of rain, backing wind, and rising barometer. 12 noon. Log 123.2. Days run 60.7 nautical miles. 4 p.m. Rain. Paragraph dropping. No seasickness, but everyone feeling listless due to the weather. Flies particularly tenacious. 7.30 p.m. Wind dropping, finally dies completely. Flattened in all sail and turned in. As the crew have not yet got back their sea legs, thought they had better have a night's sleep, which would have been difficult had we driven her under the motor. Another argument for an enclosed motor room. Friday, October 22nd. Wind west-southwest, strong. Rain in morning, clearing in afternoon, glass steady. Course northwest by west. 12 noon, log 169. Days run 45.8 nautical miles. Bad showing due to calm. 3.30 p.m., wind backing. Changed course to west-northwest. 3.50, wind hauling aft. Rain squall. Changed course to west-southwest. PM longitude site, chronometer 5 hours 8 minutes 13 seconds, observed altitude 19 degrees 31 minutes 0 seconds, longitude 27 degrees 0 minutes 0 seconds west. 6.30, started motor, which ran perfectly, but found the clutch slipping. After working an hour, gave it up till daylight. Saturday, October 23rd, glass high, bright sunny day. 10 a.m., started motor after adjusting clutch. Log 221. Wind light, scarcely enough to keep sails full, but with motor running, slatting is eliminated. 11 a.m. Log 225.9. Doing 4.8 knots at 455 rpm. 12 noon. Log 231. 5.1 knots. Days run 62 miles. Noon sight, observed altitude 42 degrees 56 minutes 0 seconds. Latitude, 35 degrees, 27 minutes, 42 seconds. 3 p.m., log 245.2. 3.10, stopped motor as stuffing box is hot. Light breeze from northeast. P.m. site, chronometer, 6 hours, 18 minutes, 37 seconds. Observed altitude, 7 degrees, 29 minutes, 30 seconds. Longitude, 27 degrees, 58 minutes, 0 seconds. First dinner of stewed salt beef pretty bad, with dumplings, biscuits, potatoes, tea, and pineapple. Cabin looks like a tropical jungle with our cargo of pineapples hanging from the roof. 5 o'clock. Log 245.6. 
started motor. 6 o'clock, log 249.6, heavy swell, lowered mainsail to prevent slatting. 7 o'clock, log 254.5, 4.9 knots under motor alone. Rain all night under motor, faint northeast breeze hauling to southeast. 12 o'clock, log 275.7. Sunday, October 24th, 6 a.m., log 301.5, barograph high, dropping slightly, course west. 12 noon, log 332.3, days run 101.3, noon sight, observed altitude 43 degrees 18 minutes 20 seconds, latitude 34 degrees 44 minutes 28 seconds. PM sight, Chronometer 4 hours 52 minutes 31 seconds, observed altitude 24 degrees 8 minutes 30 seconds, longitude 29 degrees 31 minutes west. 9.30, wind strengthening, tied two reefs in mainsail. 11 o'clock, lowered peak of mainsail during squall. 12 o'clock, lowered mainsail and sailed under full jib and mizzen. Monday, October 25th, glass rising after slump during the night. Bad night with seas coming over. Motion below made it difficult to stay in bunks, which were wet due to leaks around cabin trunk. 3.30 a.m. Raining hard. Moon hidden by dense clouds. So dark we can't see jib. Rain knocked sea down somewhat, and after it cleared, the wind fell. 9 o'clock. Fox and I started to hoist mainsail, but by the time we had shaken out reef, it was blowing half a gale from the north, with a dreary cold rain, and we doused it again and went below. The skipper attempted a sort of synthetic bread, which finished up as pancakes. Terrible. 12 noon. Log 417.2. Days run 84.9. We are doing under four knots with jib and mizzen and should have mainsail up, but peak halyard got adrift and blew out of block, and there is too much motion to attempt to go aloft and reeve it. 4.30 p.m got out and set Tom Ratsey's trysail, which adds considerably to our speed. 5 o'clock, log 437.9, course west, wind north by east. 6 o'clock, log 444.3, doing 6.4 knots under jib, trysail, and mizzen. About this time, we began to notice gulf weed, which became more frequent until we got through the gulf stream. Tuesday, October 26th, seventh day from Ponta Delgada. This has been an ideal day, and we hope it will be typical rather than the exception from now on. The barograph, already high, has been rising, and the wind at last is from the northeast, just where we want it for speed, and although strong, the motion is much easier than when close-hauled. All night and until 4 p.m., we ran under jib, mizzen, and trysail, And then, after splicing the topping lifts and reeving the throat halyard, we set the mainsail, and by 5 p.m., we're doing 7.4 knots, the mainsail adding 2 knots to our speed. 12 noon, log 538.2, days run 121 nautical miles, noon sight 43 degrees 21 minutes, latitude 34 degrees 0 minutes 25 seconds, p.m. sight, observed altitude 18 degrees 20 minutes 50 seconds, Chronometer, 5 hours, 37 minutes, 19 seconds. Longitude, 31 degrees, 48 minutes west. 7 p.m. Wind hauled a bit east, necessitating jibing to port tack. New course, west-southwest. 8 p.m. Rain squall. Doused mizzen. 
not much good anyhow running so nearly before the wind. We left Ponte Delgada just a week ago and have done but 564 nautical miles, a poor showing. Note, unusual activity in galley today with following results. Breakfast, porridge and tea, lunch, soup, baking powder biscuits, baked sweet potatoes and pineapple, dinner, salt beef, boiled potatoes, fried onions, biscuits, cocoa, cheese, and marmalade. As conditions are favorable, we baked six dozen biscuits and a pot of beans and cooked enough salt beef for hash in case of bad weather. We find that salt beef is least objectionable when prepared as hash with potatoes and onions. Wednesday, October 27th. Clear and sunny. Glass high. Strong breeze from east. Course west-northwest. During the morning, we averaged as high as seven knots under mainsail alone. 12 noon. Log 667.1. Days run 128.9 nautical miles. Noon sight 43 degrees 18 minutes. Latitude 33 degrees 42 minutes 41 seconds. 2 p.m. Set spinnaker with considerable difficulty due to strength of wind and almost lost fox overboard during process. 2.25. Spinnaker tack lets go and sail is recovered and stowed only after a fine display of comic acrobats. Thursday, October 28. Fox, who is displaying alarming devotion to the galley these days, goes on deck at 7 a.m. and returns proudly with a four-inch flying fish, which he picked up on the bridge deck. Charles finds two more on forward deck. 12 noon, log 807.0. Days run 139.9 nautical miles. Latitude from noon site, 33 degrees 56 minutes. Longitude from p.m. site, 36 degrees 46 minutes, running under mainsail alone. 11 p.m. Squall during skipper's watch. Friday, October 29th. Glass high, wind strong, east-southeast magnetic. Day devoted largely to cooking. 12 noon, log 963.0. Days run 156.0 nautical miles. No noon sight. 2 p.m. Schooner five miles south headed northeast. First ship we've seen in a week. PM site. Observed altitude 12 degrees 29 minutes 30 seconds. Chronometer 6 hours 34 minutes 12 seconds. Longitude 39 degrees 36 minutes. Note. Although the first week's run from Ponta Delgada logged only 564 nautical miles, the good showing of the last three days has brought our mileage up to 994.2 which gives us a daily average for 10 days of 99.42 nautical miles. Saturday, October 30th. Another ideal day. Crisp and sunny. Wind east-southeast. Course west by north. Glass high but dropping slightly. 12 noon. Log 1,121.5. Days run 158.5 nautical miles. Took careful noon sight, starting early to make sure of getting sun at highest point. Observed altitude 44 degrees 16 minutes 30 seconds. Latitude 31 degrees 42 minutes 21 seconds. It seems that I have been careless with the noon sight lately, and I have been getting latitudes too far north. Set clocks back one half hour to local apparent time. Everyone energetic due to good meals and fine weather, and considerable work done both above and below deck. Sunday, October 31st. Weather continues bright and warm glass dropping slowly. Wind still south of east. Course west-northwest. 
thermometer between 70 degrees and 80 degrees. During my watch, 12 o'clock to 3 o'clock a.m., got a smart thump on the head caused by a small flying fish, which I caught and kept alive in a pail. 12 noon, log 1,257.8, days run 136.3 nautical miles. Noon sight 44 degrees 38 minutes 20 seconds, latitude 31 degrees 1 minute 10 seconds. 12.25, raise jib and mizzen as wind is enough on quarter to fill all sails. All had bath, holding on to mizzen rigging. Rigged up fish line, as there are a lot of what seem to be bonito chasing the schools of flying fish, but as usual far out to sea we caught nothing. The little flyers are quite common now. They leave the water singly or in schools, a few rods ahead of the typhoon, and fly for as much as a hundred yards generally to windward before plopping into the sea, their filmy wings glistening in the sunlight. Took two p.m. sights for longitude, and got 43 degrees 39 minutes and 43 degrees 40 minutes, respectively, which is hard to explain since it indicates that we have traveled only about half the log distance since yesterday's sight. Monday, November 1. Bright sunny day, barograph high and steady, temperature 78 degrees, wind drawing more to the south, course west-northwest, practically true west. With wind slightly abaft beam and all sails pulling, we averaged above seven knots during the morning. 12 noon, log 1,408.8, days run 151 nautical miles. Noon sight 44 degrees 34 minutes 40 seconds, latitude 30 degrees 44 minutes 17 seconds, passing through great windrows of gulf weed. PM sight, chronometer 6 hours 48 minutes 16 seconds, Observed altitude 15 degrees 31 minutes 30 seconds, which gives us 45 degrees 10 minutes longitude west. This again puts us way under our logged distance, and as there is no adverse current in this section of the Atlantic, either the site is incorrect or the chronometer has changed its rate. Tuesday, November 2nd, 14th day from Ponta Delgada. Cloudy. Barograph high and steady. Thermometer, maximum 84 degrees, minimum 74 degrees. Night sultry. Wind south-southwest. Course northwest, full sail. Dillaway finds 9-inch flying fish on deck. Awkward beam sea makes it unpleasant below and floods companionway several times. 12 noon. Log 1,570. Days run 161.2 nautical miles. This is the best day's run of the western passage bringing the total for the second week up to 1,031.8 miles, which is within 5 miles of our best week on the Eastern Passage. Noon sight, 43 degrees 41 minutes. Latitude, 31 degrees 19 minutes 32 seconds. Large whitish cumulus clouds on the windward horizon with ominous gray sunset behind hazy clouds. 6.45 p.m. We expected something to happen, and it did. About dark, Fox at wheel called me just in time to reach the deck before the worst squall we have had hit us. It was one of those fierce jolts like the one that knocked Nereus down on her way to Newfoundland. Just had time to let go throat and peak halyards when it struck, flattening out the sea and putting us almost on our beam ends. The rain and wind were so strong that you could not tell where the surface of the water was. Jim and Charles got the mizzen down, and we ran off under jib alone. Nothing seems to have carried away except the lazy jacks and the gaff jaw band. 
Squall lasted but a few minutes. Got main boom in crutch and hoisted mizzen. Wednesday, November 3rd. Cloudy with succession of rain squalls. Wind south-southwest, course northwest by west. Jogged along through the night and all morning under jib and mizzen. Repaired lazy jacks and other slight damage caused by the squall. 12 noon, log 1,658. Days run, 88 nautical miles. Latitude, 32 degrees, 6 minutes. Raised mainsail. Elaborate cooking operations under supervision of J. Dorset occupy most of day, although the motion is bad, requiring skillful juggling. Among other things, Jim accomplishes two pies, which bore quite a resemblance to the genuine American article. They were made from dehydrated apples supplied by Mr. Gilbert Fairchild and were voted excellent even by the conservative English contingent. The shipmate range is working its passage these days. PM Site Observed altitude, 11 degrees, 48 minutes. Chronometer, 7 hours, 20 minutes, 13 seconds. Longitude, 52 degrees, 46 minutes. Night's terribly long now. Dark about 6 p.m. and sunrise at 7 a.m. Thursday, November 4th. Still cloudy, although first night watches were clear and starry. Wind half a gale, hauling ahead of us and is about northwest by west. Shifted course from northwest to north. Barograph rising slightly. 10.30 a.m. Staggering under full sail, lee rail buried continuously, heavy seas coming over frequently. Fox and the skipper reef the mainsail in the nude. 10.45. Wind still rising. Reef jib and mizzen for the first time. Mizzen reefs easily, but jib was a fierce job. While working forward and especially on the bowsprit, we were continually washed by the sea. Worked without a stitch of clothes, and the exhibition was one that would have graced a daughter of the gods. Typhoon behaves nicely when all sails reefed. 12 noon. Log 1,778. Days run 120 nautical miles. Noon sight. Observed altitude 41 degrees 43 minutes. Latitude 32 degrees 39 minutes 55 seconds. PM sight gave us 52 degrees 40 minutes and a second observation gave the same longitude, which seems to prove that our very encouraging position of yesterday was wrong. Wind gradually hauling. Best we can hold is north magnetic. Hope we shall soon be able to take starboard tack, for my bunk, although protected by a poncho which is rigged up as a sort of lean-to, is suffering from drips from the cabin trunk. Friday, November 5th, 12 to 3 a.m., my watch. Steered herself for two and one-half hours close-hauled while I read below. Wind still hauling, and I brought her back on starboard tack. Now holding west one-half south. 7 a.m., wind dying. 9.35, started motor, 440 RPM. 12 noon, log 1,827. Not reliable due to gulf weed continually fouling log rotator. Noon sight. Observed altitude 40 degrees 41 minutes 42 seconds, latitude 33 degrees 23 minutes 16 seconds. 1 p.m. Motor stopped but was restarted immediately, possibly caused by water in fuel. All had swim and Dillaway was left behind when motor started. Came about and picked him up, none the worse except a bit winded. 1.20. Motor speeded up of its own accord from 440 to 480 rpm cause not apparent. 150. 
shut off motor as cooling water had stopped circulating, sticking check valve. A light westerly breeze springs up and we set all sail again. Course north by west. Rig up line as we are passing through School of Bonito chasing flying fish. Had one strike but failed to land him. A disappointment as we have about exhausted all the variations on salt beef. PM site. Chronometer 7 hours 21 minutes 2 seconds. Observed altitude 12 degrees 24 minutes. Longitude 53 degrees 6 minutes. 8 p.m. Picked up the lights of a ship to starboard. Saturday, November 6th. Barograph high and steady. When I went on watch at 4 a.m., sky was clear, wind light, west, hauling to west-northwest. Clouded up at 5 a.m. with rain squalls. Doused mainsail, raising it again a half hour later. 12 noon. Log 1875.8. Readings from now on are inaccurate due to impossibility of keeping rotator clear of gulf weed. Noon sight, observed altitude 39 degrees 29 minutes. Latitude 34 degrees 17 minutes 20 seconds. 1245. Wind died and veered to north by west. Came about and held west by north, but confused sea detrimental to progress. Jim produces biscuits and apple tarts using last of our sugar supply. Sunday, November 7th. Wind northwest by north. Course west by north. Barograph high and steady. Cool enough for clothes. 2.30 a.m. Usual squall. Lowered mainsail. 12 noon. Noon sight. Observed altitude 39 degrees 36 minutes. Latitude 33 degrees 52 minutes 38 seconds. Close hauled and plunging into it. Motion below fierce. 3.45 p.m. Wind veers to north one-half west, allowing us to ease sheets and make much better weather of it and more speed. Sight for longitude gives 55 degrees 40 minutes. 4 p.m. Footing it again at 6 knots. Banks of cloud passing over throughout the night, but although puffy, there were no serious squalls. Burned out wick of binnacle lamp necessitating candles. Monday, November 8th. First completely cloudy day since leaving Ponta Delgada. Cooler and more like fall at home. Wind northeast to east. Large swells. Barometer high but falling. Course west by north to west northwest. 12 o'clock. Too cloudy for noon sight. 2 p.m. After taking down and cleaning airline valves, pumped air to 100 pounds by hand and started motor. 457 rpm. 245. Drained water from Colador strainer and motor speeded up to 463 rpm. 3 p.m. Wind east, light. Speed 4.8 knots. 3.10. Water stopped circulating, necessitating loosening check valve in water pump, which had jammed again. 3.13. Started motor. P.m. site. Chronometer 6 hours 35 minutes 25 seconds. Observed altitude 22 degrees 20 minutes 30 seconds. Longitude, 57 degrees, 43 minutes. 7 p.m. Shut off motor and doing 5.5 knots without it. Grateful silence. Tuesday, November 9th, 21st day from Ponta Delgada. Wind died during night, and although light northerly breeze held throughout the morning, rest of day practically flat calm except for heavy swell. 9.15. Started motor. Course, west-northwest. 
It ran irregularly, showing a range in revolutions from 355 to 473. 12 o'clock, noon sight. Observed altitude, 39 degrees 7 minutes 30 seconds. Latitude, 33 degrees 46 minutes 21 seconds. Stopped motor for 10 minutes in afternoon for swim. Noticed some of those funny long-necked barnacles like those the Spanish fishermen eat growing under Typhoon's counter. With today's biscuits, the last of the baking powder was used, and since we have no soda for sourdough, we tried to ferment some batter for salt-rising bread. Our meals now consist usually of coffee and oatmeal without sugar at 7 a.m., a heavier meal of salt beef, onions, and potatoes at about 11 a.m., soup or tinned ham and biscuits at about 3 p.m., and cocoa or tea and biscuits with molasses about 6 p.m., potatoes and onions almost gone. Started last keg of water, but main tank seems to be holding out well. PM site, chronometer 6 hours 51 minutes 40 seconds. Observed altitude 20 degrees 22 minutes 30 seconds. Longitude 58 degrees 43 minutes. 7 p.m. Motor hitting off 470 RPM. No wind, booms in crutches. Wednesday, November 10th. Bright, sunny, and cool. High glass. 1.10 a.m. Motor stopped. 2.15. Light air from south-southwest. Hoisted sail and made about three knots. 10.45. Started motor. 11.55. Motor stopped. 12 noon. Noticed partial eclipse of sun while taking noon sight. Observed altitude 38 degrees 49 minutes 30 seconds. Latitude 33 degrees 48 minutes 2 seconds. 2.25 p.m. Started motor. 4.55. Motor stopped for sixth time during afternoon, and rather than fuss with it further, we decided to call it a day. I declined to make a stab at bread. The batter, which we tried to keep warm all night, had fermented a bit, but had an evil look. Mixed up dough and set it aside to rise. It rose sideways some, but not upwards. Baked it, and the result was a sort of synthetic hickory nut with insides like a rubber shoe, Jim suggested breaking them up and frying them, which we did. PM Site. Chronometer, 6 hours, 38 minutes, 15 seconds. Observed altitude, 23 degrees, 15 minutes, 27 seconds. Longitude, 60 degrees, 5 minutes, 15 seconds. We are about 800 miles from New York as the crow flies, and should do it in a week, but our luck seems utterly to have gone back on us. However, we are drawing up from the region of 3 to 4% gales to 12 to 17%, and will surely get some wind soon. We are bending up now, and I shall be glad when we get out of the neighborhood of Bermuda and beyond the temptation to put in. Our supplies, although low, should hold out if our luck is fair, and we have decided to chance it. Thursday, November 11th. Wind west-southwest. Course northwest. Clear and sunny. Barometer falling. 11.10 a.m. Started motor, which is on its good behavior, and ran beautifully until we shut it off at 9.45 p.m. There was no recurrence of yesterday's trouble. 12 noon. Noon sight. Observed altitude 38 degrees 22 minutes 20 seconds. Latitude 33 degrees 9 minutes 2 seconds. Probably not correct, as it puts us 39 minutes south of yesterday's latitude. Did as much as 6.2 knots under both motor and sail, although wind light. There is considerable swell, but motor seems to steady the boat and keep her from pitching. 
p.m. site. Observed altitude 13 degrees 17 minutes. Chronometer 7 hours 41 minutes 35 seconds. Longitude 61 degrees 2 minutes. Experimented with unleavened bread. Wicked stuff, but slightly less deadly than yesterday's effort. Also attempted pancakes with batter of oatmeal and flour. Not altogether successful due to lack of baking powder, molasses, and sugar. 9.45. Stopped motor as wind has strengthened. Friday, November 12th. Wind west-southwest. Course northwest. Heavy sea. Paragraph dropping. Wind strengthened to half a gale during the night, and when I went on at 6 a.m., we were under full sail and taking it continually over the cabin side. Had difficulty getting crowd started with the breakfast, and in hungry rage gave vent to some choice cattle ship language, for which I am duly sorry. 9.30. Decided to start motor as it seems to steady the ship when we are beating into it. 12 o'clock. Rain. No noon sight. P.M. sight. Chronometer 6 hours, 12 minutes, 25 seconds. Observed altitude, 27 degrees, 12 minutes. Longitude, 63 degrees, 17 minutes. Assuming that we were in practically the same latitude yesterday, we have done 130 nautical miles since the last longitude sight. Dreary below without fire in range. Cooking done on Primus hung in gimbals beneath bridge deck. Whenever the motion is so great that contents of pans on range would be spilled due to angle of heel. Jim camping right on his job, wedges himself in oilskin locker where he can watch motor. Never saw anyone who could get quite so greasy. He has the color and general appearance of an East Indian. 5 p.m. Motor stopped. Never ran again. 5.30. Glass falling and weather looks threatening. Reefed mainsail. 9.30. Lowered mainsail and stowed boom in crutch. Topping lift parted during operation. Messy job. Course northwest under jib and mizzen. End of chapter 12